0: You know, this Gospel is so huge, but I don't know what should I talk about, really. So most of the priests actually uh, skip the whole Gospel, because it's too much, okay? And I'm going to do this too, because this is, I think, designed for Good Friday, when you talk about passion specifically. This Sunday it's called Palm Sunday, so I'm going to talk about uh, palms and other stuff that happened in the first Gospel that you just heard, uh, that was read. In the back of the of the church, uh, palm branches. You still have them, right? Show me the branches. That's the, that's your opportunity. No matter how old you are, you can be like a kid right now. Just <laughs> yes, okay, good. Uh, in the ancient world, which is Jesus' time, uh, palm branches. Uh, were the the symbols uh, of victory okay so that's why we're doing this which you can ask you should ask yourself the question why are we celebrating like the victory if it's still ahead of us right we know what's going to happen on Holy Thursday Good Friday Easter vigil but so we are just few days you know before all these events and we are already celebrating the victory which, actually, if you start thinking about it, it seems really weird. Why are we? It's like a merge madness, right? It's, it's tomorrow is the, uh, the final. And guess what? Like, let's say that San Diego is celebrating today the victory. But it's going to happen tomorrow. Because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, right? Who wins? But one of the teams celebrates today. Is it weird it is no one does it and jesus does it he celebrates the victory before it happens well to be able to do so you have to be god because you know what's going to happen right you know what's going to happen that's why the palm branches the symbol of of victory for the romans because you still have them in the holy land at jesus time For them, uh, palm palm trees even, in general, they are not native of Italy. They were brought to Italy. So now if you go to Italy, to Rome, you can see palm branches everywhere, I know, palm trees. Well, it was brought there. It was brought. Why? Because when the Romans started conquering all the nations around them, specifically like the North Africa, they wanted to bring something as a souvenir back to Rome, just like, look, that's what we brought, something new, right? So that's why they started bringing uh, palm trees to Rome as a souvenir of many victories. Now it became a custom that now if you have a general who comes back from the battle but he just won, everyone was waving uh, palm branches. Now, in today's gospel, uh, we see that. But Jesus is coming into the Jerusalem, riding on a donkey, uh, and people are just waving palm branches. People don't know at this point what victory is going to happen. They were expecting the Messiah, the political one who comes in, right? and he just gets rid of the Romans from the Holy Land. Even if you look into the scriptures, that was the fulfillment of the prophecy in Zechariah 9, but the Messiah is riding on a donkey into his own city, Jerusalem. So when people saw Jesus, this guy who feeds people for free, heals people for free, raises people from the dead for free, It's awesome. Finally he's in Jerusalem riding on a donkey. Till this point Jesus was hiding his uh, kingship and his divinity. Right? He used to tell people don't tell anyone. But what did they do? They told everyone. So he was hiding for a few weeks of his ministry. Now he's coming into Jerusalem openly declaring I am the king. I am the Messiah. Because he knows the time has come. It's time to to do it now the question needs to be asked what victory are we talking about because you know the whole story already you which is better for you than the Apostles because hey they had no idea they were expecting Jesus to be the political Messiah really that's what they were expecting In all these like arguments between them uh, can we sit at your left and on your right and your kingdom because they were expecting him to be king, sitting in a, in a you know, palace. Jesus is declaring already the victory over original sin. That's what's happening right now. He knows what, you know, what will happen on Good Friday and then Easter, right? But he's telling them now, finally I'm coming to defeat your enemy, the devil that's the enemy, not the Romans. They're like nothing to me. The devil, he's the enemy. That's what's happening, original sin. Now, you have to remember the story of of the devil in the book of Genesis. Remember how he uh, told Adam and Eve that yes, it's totally fine to eat the fruit, but God told you not to. And they did. So the very first sin, that's even what the catechism says the very first sin of human race is being disobedient you don't listen to god you don't listen so when jesus comes in finally and we call him a new adam so he wants to reverse the whole process if adam was disobedient i need to be obedient i have to do my Father's will. And it was difficult. You just heard him praying in the, in the Garden of Gethsemane many, many times. Father, if it's possible, because let's be honest, you don't want to do this. It's painful. It's, 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 it's huge torture. He was like, I don't want to do this. I don't. But if it's your will, I will obey. This is, this is the king. I will obey your father, uh, your, your will, father, so finally, uh, he's coming to defeat the enemy, not the Romans, not the Romans, but uh, but the devil. So you have him with people with you know palm branches, but we have this awesome symbol, which is a, a creature, a donkey. Uh, Whenever I think about a donkey, you now it always comes to my mind that uh, Shrek, you know, that's the movie. I was <laughs> you know, like a funny guy, you know, doing all this stuff. But in our world now, if you think about a donkey, uh, what usually comes to your mind? There is a phrase but we always, even we use it in Poland, so like, I guess it's international. We say that you are stubborn as a donkey because the point is if you if you scary the uh, the donkey it just stands still doesn't move it's so terrified but just cannot move so now i would use this image but jesus is riding on a donkey and actually he's riding it which means the donkey is moving which means but it's not terrified because the king is here you you can be like a tank you don't have to be terrified anymore because the king is here he's declaring the victory okay but in jesus age donkeys were really nice okay and they were not associated with like being stubborn there are two symbols the first one is humility humility that's why it's in the prophet Zechariah, chapter 9 when the messiah is writing uh, donkey because the messiah is being humbled he's coming as a humble man so that's the that's the first uh, first symbol that's the first symbol the second one which is kind of connected to the history as well the second one is really rooted in the second reading saint paul is talking about this but jesus this is how he's, how he's being humbled He emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming into human likeness. He humbled himself, becoming obedient, obedient, that's the key, to the point of death, even death on the cross. So Jesus writes the the humble donkey into the city, because he writes, uh, you know, the virtue of humility. I am humble. And he humbles himself to save all of us out, out of love. Second, second meaning, meaning of of donkey in Jesus' uh, time was that it comes from the Romans. Again, with the, when the general would win the battle, someone, somewhere, he would be back in Rome, and you know, for the battle you need actually a war horse. It's a huge horse you can win the battle and you can fight. But if you, as a general, you just won, you come back to Rome, actually you're switching to donkey. And you're riding into the city as a victorious, you know, general, who just won the battle. Why? Because donkey, again, if you scare a donkey, it just stands still. For battle, it's useless. When you are on a donkey, you expose yourself. You are defenseless. You are humble. So Jesus is coming to Jerusalem like, here I am. Kill me. It's happening now, right? It's happening now. He knows I'm going to be killed by these people. I always say, today you wave you know, the branches. On Good Friday you will be screaming crucify him. That's the same crowd. That's the same crowd. It can happen to all of us. I'm a good Catholic. And tomorrow you will do something against God. We are waving branches every Sunday, and then on Monday just crucified him to the cross. He dies every day when we celebrate mass. Mystically, he dies every day. What can we do? It's the Holy Week, and if it's holy, we should be holy. So I have actually homework for you, and I would love to... I'm going to actually say that. You must do it. I'm not asking. I will not check if if you do this, but I would highly recommend on Good Friday, if you can, take a day off from work. Okay, I don't know, call the sick, you know, Uh, uh, I mean, don't lie, actually, Uh, you shouldn't do it. (laughs) No, don't do it, no. Be sick, no, no, not be sick. Come here, okay, three o'clock, because Good Friday is, is, is the moment when Jesus feels totally abandoned. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Human nature, his human nature is, is abandoned. He doesn't feel his friends, his mom is there. There is just one guy out of 12, one just committed suicide. Like, I'm done. You, don't, can, you cannot even imagine how he felt. Total abandonment. Whatever you go right now in your life, it, it's almost nothing to him on a cross. It, it's nothing. And yet he did it for our salvation. So if it's possible, yeah, we, we always close the school. Like, kids, like, go home, be with your parents, come here if you can. If you work, uh, take a day off or work till, I don't know, like noon and come here for, you know, at 3 o'clock. And there is second part of this homework. When you go back home, of course, no meat, right? One full meal and there is my requirement, I want you to watch The Passion by Mel Gibson, okay? I know maybe it's not for the kids, because kind of like for the adults, but I've watched it when I was a kid, and I I still remember how I was terrified. Because when you come to the Catholic Church, any Catholic parish, you see Jesus on the cross, and there is no blood there is no blood i'm like show me how it was really like how it happened so i think this movie gives us a really good image how it looked like so i want you after the service go home and watch this with your with your family that's why i do always every every good friday that's what i did with my parents when i was back in poland it really helps to understand at least to see the glimpse of his suffering and then it really helps with Easter vigil and being thankful for what he, what he, has, what he has done. We are so in luck because we know the whole story already. We know that there's going to be a happy ending. The apostles had no idea. So we, right now, can really celebrate the vict- victory, the whole victory of God waving the palm branches, uh, seeing a donkey. I promised Father Brian that if it's possible next year, I'm, I'm bringing the donkey here. Uh, <laughs> he said, no, I'll, I will work on him, okay? <laughs> but we can now celebrate, even a few days ahead of a huge you know, mystery of, of our salvation, the whole victory of God. So today, yes, you should be uh, joyful Like every Sunday, this is the victory of God. Let's, let's really go deeper into our faith this week because that's the Holy Week, because it will help you to say thank you. Then every Sunday this year, saying thank you God for for what you have done uh, for me. It's really super important. Let's really thank God every Sunday starting today by feeling victorious. Because each palm branch is like a gold medal that you're holding right now. His victory is yours. Let's be thankful and let's get ready for the Holy Week.